Let's get a quick update on the fire situation in New South Wales now. We will cross to the Rural Fire Services, Greg Allen, who's on the line. Greg, thank you so much for your time. We're hearing a few different reports about evacuations near Goulburn this afternoon. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, no, I don't. Um, And we don't typically evacuate uh, residents. If we do have a fire uh, that does get to the emergency warning level where we do provide advice, what we will say is either leave now if the path is clear and safe to do so or to seek shelter if the fire is approaching. But I'm sorry, Natalie and Erin, I don't have any details on that specific incident. No, that's okay. We're talking about the the Morton fire here. And and I understand that, like you say, that maybe people are, are, are leaving because they're more worried, which is, for example, what my parents do, is after all that advice that the RFS gives is just to move yourself out of the area if there's a fire going through. What about the situation down on the Victoria-New South Wales border? There are, of course, been fears that those fires are merging. I know on Sunday there was one point where they were only 10 to 15 kilometres apart. What's the situation down there? Yeah, look, if fires do emerge, and we have we have seen fires that have come across uh, areas where they have reached the same location, uh, it's not a new thing. We've seen it on the north coast, uh, the mid-north and, and, and north coast of New South Wales, uh, and even around the Gospers fire in northwest Sydney. Um, so it really is not a, a huge thing. I know people refer to it as a mega fire. It's certainly something that the RFS is not referring to. But there are a number of fires along the border with Victoria uh, that are very close to uh, proximity, And what it means is that the fires have just reached a larger area uh, and, and have touched, I guess, at one point. But we're still providing the specific advice for communities that are affected by the individual fires. And we'll refer to them by those individual names for the time being. What's the situation on the ground now, Greg? Uh, we're seeing a lot better conditions uh, as we did yesterday and today, and hopefully through till Thursday, more moderate weather. Uh, temperatures have lowered, the winds have dropped. So what we've tried to do today and will do over the next 24 to 48 hours is strengthen these containment lines that we're building around the fires that are burning before the forecast worsening weather on Friday. We're likely to see those strong northwesterlies and high temperatures return. So it's all about consolidation, getting those containment lines in, uh, and also we're hoping that residents across the state can prepare their own properties while we've got the good weather, cleaning the gutters, removing those combustibles like straw mats or wooden furniture near the house, uh, removing those overhanging trees and branches near your property, putting just a little bit of effort in to protect your property, especially if your plan is to leave. At least you've done a few things before you do. Um, One other update we're keen to get is Gospers Mountain Fire. We know that the local crew up there this morning were saying they were hopeful of having that contained. What's the situation? Uh, I don't have the specifics on where that is right now, but what I can tell you is that we have 114 fires across the state. Uh, Of those fires, around 60 yet to be contained. But what we're seeing is that all these fires are at the advice level. Those down on the Victorian border, the Gospers fire and those others surrounding the outskirts of the Greater Sydney region, there's no immediate threat to properties. So that's very important to note. But also remember that these are very large fires and they will take a long time before we have them fully controlled and fully extinguished. So we could see a, a changing conditions. And so it's important to remember that this change could happen at any time. And that's why we keep saying to have that conversation about what your, you and your family will do if the situation changes. Greg, an incredibly tough morning uh, for you and for all of your colleagues. We had the funeral of Andrew O'Dwyer, some just really heartbreaking images of his daughter Charlotte with the little pigtails in the white dress, mm. wearing her dad's service medal and, and having her dad's helmet on her head. And Shane Fitzsimmons was there. I don't know if you were there or not, but obviously a really tough morning. Uh, yeah, it has been for a lot of the members. I wasn't personally there. A lot of my colleagues were, uh, and a great show of support. Uh, Andrew had had a lot of uh, friends and family in the RFS family, and, of course, uh, his friends and family uh, personally were there as well. Uh, I have seen some images from that uh, service, uh, very touching, um, and we, we have some of those images on our 
on our social media accounts. I know a lot of people, of course, have been very interested in this. It's a very personal thing, but for the RFS, of course, um, it is a very sad time. But our volunteers are out there still trying to protect communities and protect lives, and we'll continue to do so this season. Greg, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. That's the Rural Fire Service spokesperson, Greg Allen, there.